Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Football. Energy drinks. Beer. More football. Welcome to Bink at Night. What's up with you? No Bink tonight. You got me, Sports Machine Sean Levine. We're the new producer, so if the show sucks, blame it on him. His name is Nolan Brooks. He'll be across the glass tonight. And you, feel free to dial us up. 913-576-7610. You can also text us at the same phone number. Got a lot of stuff to talk about tonight. Border battle is back. MU goes into Allen Fieldhouse tomorrow for the first time in a long time. And then, of course, we've got Kansas City Chiefs football to talk about as well with the Chiefs. It's so weird because I was taking a look just now before the show. Most of the time for a team that's as good as the Chiefs are, the numbers would be like relatively consistent, right? With this year, it has been a tale of two seasons. Look at the defense. The first game of the year, man, they won, but they sucked. They gave up 29 points. Second game of the year, they probably should have beat Baltimore, but the defense sucked so bad that they lost that one too. They gave up 36 points to the Ravens. The next week, they gave up 30 to the Chargers. They lost that game, too. Then the next week, they won. Yay. Got back to 500 against Philly, but they gave up 30 in that game. Then they got smoked by Buffalo, gave up 38. Like, the defense was bad. A couple of weeks after that, gave up 27 against Tennessee. It was so troublesome that I remember talking about the defense perhaps could be the Achilles heel. It could be the reason why this team doesn't go to their third straight Super Bowl and four straight AFC championship game. And damn it, here we are, what, a month and a half and a bye later, and the Chiefs have won one, two, three, four, five games in a row, and it basically has nothing to do with the offensive side of the ball. Now, there was that one game on the road against Vegas a couple of weeks ago where they put up 41, but the truth is the defense only gave up 14. So a touchdown, an extra point, a touchdown, and a two-point conversion, you would have beat the Raiders in that game. My point is this. Even though we thought this offense was going to be great, hell, you might have thought this offense was going to be all-time great based on what we've seen in the last few years with Patrick Mahomes. That would have made all the sense in the world. He got out the gates so hot. The team was winning all these games. He was winning MVPs, and that was in year one. By year two, he was setting all the records, setting the world on fire, getting to the Super Bowl. By year three, I mean, there was plenty of reason to think that this was the year that the numbers were just going to look more video game-ish than ever. Well, the truth is with Mahomes, And with this offense, they don't. And I'm here to tell you that that's a good thing. Because in the past, the reason why Patrick Mahomes, his MVP season, threw for 50 touchdowns and 5,000 yards, and the offense was probably the best we've ever seen here in Kansas City, one of the best in the history of the NFL, was because they had to be. 
You want balance in football. You want balance in life, right? Remember when they told you in health class back in high school, you want balanced meals, right? You got to eat the meat and the green stuff and all that crap. That's how it is in football usually also for a good team. You want balance. And I'm here to tell you that this Chiefs team is more balanced than they've been the last couple of years. Because at some point, just like the bear that comes out of hibernation at the end of the season, this offense is going to come out. They have to, right? They're too good. They're too talented. There's not really one thing that you can point to and say, this is the reason why this team doesn't put up 40 points a game. You can't say, well, Mahomes has been injured or the offensive line hasn't been good or they don't have enough running backs or they don't have enough pass catchers or they don't have a good offensive-minded coach. All those things would be flat-out lies. Your mama would wash your mouth out with soap. None of that stuff's true. So at some point, I fully expect this offense to turn back into the offense that we've fallen in love with the last few years. I wouldn't be surprised if coming up in this game, Sunday noon, Arrowhead, division opponent against the Raiders, that they get back to that offense that we all know and love, that puts up 40 points against no matter who the opponent is. First of all, they have to at some point, and the season isn't too much longer. Now, even with the additional game, we've only got one, two, three, four, five more of these things. Hopefully, then we're talking about a bye, and we'll talk about the importance of a bye coming up here in just a little while. Don't forget, only one team gets that bye now with the additional week of the regular season. But I do think that we're going to see that Chiefs offense possibly the rest of the way that we thought we were going to see this year. And if we do, every other team in the NFL better be quivering in their Doc Martins. Because the defense, I can't believe I'm saying this, the defense is playing like the best defense in the NFL. Not a good defense. Not a really good defense. The defense is playing like the best defense in the NFL. Just a month and a half ago, I came on, sat in this very seat, talking to this very microphone, and said that the defense was one of the worst in the league. It's crazy how quick things happen. But for a team like the Chiefs, that we know how good the offense is, we know how good at some point they're going to be and what our expectations are, the fact that we know that their defense can win them games, which is the reason why they've won the last few weeks. I mean, look at the – it's crazy. I just gave you how many points they gave up, right, at the beginning of the year. 29 to Cleveland, 36 to Baltimore, 30 to the Chargers, 30 in a win to Philly, 38 the next week they gave up, 30, uh, 27 to uh, Tennessee a couple of weeks after that. Here's what this defense has gave up the last month and a half. Nine last week to Denver. Zero the week before that. All right, I'm cheating a little bit because that was their bye week. Nine against the Dallas Cowboys who came in with an offense that was putting up 33 points a game. 14 against the Raiders offense that's been top 10 pretty much this entire season. Seven against Green Bay. Read the fine print there because they were without Aaron Rodgers. This defense has been showing up. And I think that the good thing about that is once the playoffs come around, most of the time, the way that you can win when the weather gets cold and it gets windy and the games are slowed down and it's a lot about ball control and clock management and those type of things. The Chiefs typically the last few years have said, hey, screw that, throw that out the window. We're just going to pass the ball, right? We're just going to have Tyree Kill burn their asses and then we're going to score a long touchdown or we're going to have Patrick Mahomes put on his cape and he's going to go out there and run 25, 30 yards like he did against Tennessee and flex at the end of that thing. Or was it Houston? You guys know the play I'm talking about. I think that this year, the way the Chiefs are going to get back to the Super Bowl, and I think they're going to. I said this a few weeks ago. I think there's a chance that they win out. 
mean, we can take a peek at the schedule. So they've won five games in a row. They got a home game versus the Raiders coming up on Sunday. And then it's at the Chargers who have fallen off a cliff back at home against Pittsburgh and then on the road against Cincy and Denver. So that game at Cincy is going to be a little bit tricky. And then finishing the road at Denver, we all know the Chiefs versus Denver. They've got their record. By the way, RIP to Demarius Thomas. That's terrible. 33 years old. Goodness gracious. If I'm just breaking this news to you, I apologize. But yeah, they found Demarius Thomas dead earlier today. So RIP to the second leading wide receiver when it comes to yards, only behind Rod Smith in the history of the Denver Broncos. But back to the Chiefs and their schedule. I mean, Vegas, Chargers, Pittsburgh, Cincy on the road. They'll probably be a dog in that game, but they'll be favorites the rest of the way besides that. So I think that it's kind of funny. At the beginning of the year, when people saw they added an additional game, they probably thought the Chiefs were going to go 13-4, and four, something like that. And then they got out the gates a little bit slow. And then you might have listened to me on the radio when they were 1-2 and two or when they were 2-3 and three after that Buffalo game, got curb stomped. And it sounded like the sky was falling. Well, if they end up winning out, then they're going to get to that record that we thought they were at at the beginning of the year or that they potentially could. And then it just gets better and better, really, because at some point the offense is going to come around. I'd be fine until if it's until the playoffs till that happens. Cool. I'm great with that. If the defense keeps playing like this, the schedule is breaking in their favor. And the most important thing to be when you're headed into the playoffs, kind of like, I guess, you know when you're in like ninth grade, the summer in between, you come back to school, the most important thing, obviously, is your grades, if any parents are listening. But it's really like, how hot did these girls get? Hot is important. Hot is very, very important. Like, which girls got super hot? That's also very important when you're heading into the playoffs. How hot are you? And if the Chiefs win out and they're on a 10-11 game winning streak, then I think not only does that serve well for them getting home field advantage, but everybody else in the league is going to be going, how do we beat these guys? It's going to be impossible. They got the best quarterback. They're probably going to have home field advantage. And that defense, mm -mm -mm, that defense. Hey, so I got to admit something to you guys. I, uh, I slept in an airport last night. <laughs> I'll tell you the story on the other side. I'm not real proud of myself, but it was kind of out of necessity. So I'll admit I'm a little bit tired. But yeah, I slept in an airport last night. Story on the other side. I got Nolan Brooks producing. I'm the sports machine, Sean Levine. This is Bank at Night right here. On 610 Sports Radio. This is Bank at Night on your home for Royals baseball and the official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's Friday. It's me. It's you. It's Nolan. We're here until 9 o'clock on 610 Sports Radio, 610sports.com, and all over the world on the Odyssey app. Speaking of that Odyssey app, tomorrow night, start my own, well, me and my guy, Brendan down in Miami, so I guess I'm co-hosting the show technically, but come on, you know you're tuned in to see it, boy. We're talking UFC. It's a huge card tomorrow night, UFC 269, and I can't tell you for how many people that have listened to me for the last few years, the most common thing when they see me is guy or girl. They're like, you're the sports machine? Really? I think they expect, like, because I got a deep voice, I'm going to be like six foot four. Well, if you want to see what I look like, a lot of people think I look like Denzel, then check out Tomorrow on the Odyssey app. Also, you can just go check out on the BetQL Network. So our sister station, 1660, is going to have it from 4 to 6 o'clock Central Time. It's called Tapped Out. We're talking fighting every single Saturday night with your boy right here on 610. Actually, on 1660. Right now, we're on 610 Sports Radio. It's Bink at Night. 913-576-7610. Thank you for all the people that are texting in that you miss me and that it's good to hear you. It's good. It's good to talk to you. It's really good to talk to you guys. Uh, What are you guys doing tonight? 913-576-7610. 913-576-7610. What's going on in Kansas City? Because I was now thinking, coming up on New Year's, it's going to be two years that I've been with my girlfriend. And the first year was definitely that exciting honeymoon, getting to know each other, going out. And this is even with COVID, you know? Like, we did what we could to not just stay in as much as possible. Now we're at the point where, literally, like, after I get off the show tonight, she just texted me. She goes, babe, you always talk about these movies, so let's watch one of them tonight because I haven't seen either one. Do you want to watch Jerry Maguire or do you want to watch The Princess Bride? And I think my response was what all you guys are thinking, which is how the hell have you not seen either Jerry Maguire or The Princess Bride? You're in your 30s. How is that possible? I'm not trying to put my girl on blast here, but I kind of am. Now, the Jerry Maguire thing, I get it. It's a sports movie. It's not really her thing. Well, okay, no, I don't. Everybody's seen Jerry Maguire, right? Show me the money. If I said, show me the money right now, I think that she would say, what? I'm being dead serious. Isn't that nuts? Princess Bride? Mowage. The R-O-U-S? Am I talking to myself here? Anyway, what are you guys doing tonight? Because I'm going home to probably watch probably The Princess Bride. I feel like that's a better movie, in my opinion. So those are my plans tonight. Um, We'll get back into the football here in a little bit. Because I don't think there are any great teams in the NFL. I don't think this Chiefs team is great. The same way they, I, I would 
argue that they've been great the last couple of years? Hell, if you don't think they've been great the last couple of years, you need to get that Domiers check because they have been by the stats, by the MVP trophies, by the AFC championship games, by the wins, by the bit, whatever it is, hosting the AFC championship game three years in a row. I don't know. Do you like Super Bowls? Like they've been great the last couple of years. This team hasn't felt like that. Maybe at some point, maybe that's right now. That's the path that they're heading down. But the good thing is this. I don't think there's any other teams, let alone in the AFC, I would say in the entire NFL, for the sake of this argument, that are anywhere close to great. Anywhere close to great. Like, maybe you could convince me that it's the Tampa Bay Bucks. They're the reigning champions. They got the best quarterback of all time. They can beat you on both sides of the ball. They got a lot of offensive talent. Fine. I don't think that's a great team in the sense of if the Chiefs played them on a neutral field, which would obviously be in Los Angeles for the Super Bowl at this point because they're not on the schedule the rest of the way, that it would be pretty damn close to a pick em. At that point, the Chiefs will have won a million games in a row. I wonder what the NFL would rather have now that I'm talking this out loud. A rematch between Tampa Bay and Kansas City? Pat versus Brady, part due, if you will. Or if they'd rather see Tom Brady perhaps take on Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots. Which we can continue the point that I was making. And the AFC, is that the biggest threat? 913-576-7610, dial me up or hit me up on the text line. Who, if anybody, really scares you? Who do you think is the biggest threat? And if the answer is there isn't one, we can certainly have that conversation too. Because I just look at the horizon. I just look at the rest of the league, and I don't see any great teams out there. And the reason I know it is this. A great team, most of the time, you knew it at the beginning of the year. They didn't really come from nowhere. Every now and again that happens with like the greatest show on turf. But almost every time... You knew at the beginning of the year the team was at least going to be good. Sometimes they overachieve a little bit. Sometimes you think they're going to be great and they live up to their expectations. But very rarely is it a team that you're like, oh, they're going to suck. And then they end up going 13-3 and or in the case of the additional game, 14-3. and Think about the teams at the beginning of the year that we were saying, quote-unquote, had a chance to be a great football team. Like the Chiefs. Nobody's calling the Chiefs team great. Like Buffalo. Nobody's saying Buffalo's great. Like Baltimore, that we said there for a little while. That is, not even, that, that is much more of a flaw. That's much closer to a very flawed football team than a very great football team, in my opinion. Hell, we can work our way to the NFC. Teams like Dallas. Remember, we were saying, oh, that's a great football team. No. Everybody kind of has more flaws at this point, it seems like, than reasons to say, well, Yeah, they're going to go deep in the playoffs. So it's almost like by default, the Chiefs are still that team remaining. 913-576-7610. We'll take your phone calls on this. Does anybody actually scare you? Speaking of scary, I had to sleep at the airport in Las Vegas last night. So I had a very difficult choice to make. I had like seven hours between my flight. It was a red eye. Between my flight back to Kansas City and I was I was actually meeting with some radio dudes that I didn't that I'd never met before. And so I thought, okay, so it's kind of like a business thing, if you will, sort of. Let's be honest, I was there to bet and lose a little bit of money, which I did. So I decided the seven hours wasn't worthy of me paying Vegas room rates, especially when it comes to the 
resort fee. Like I wasn't going to do it. I just, I couldn't do it. I wasn't going to pay 75, hundred bucks to stay there. So I opted to stay as long as I could at the circuit casino in the sports book until eventually, I mean, I went straight up Bernie from the movies. Like I, I was sleeping for two hours in the sports book, which is hard to pull off for anybody that's ever been to Vegas. They'll kick your ass out in 30 seconds. Cameras everywhere, big security dudes. Like that's what they're looking for. But I put my mask on and I pulled my hat down, put my hoodie on, put my shades on, and I held my cell phone in front of me. Dude, I got like a good two-hour nap, and nothing happened. But eventually, I thought, okay, I got to get out of here because I can't just fall asleep. So I decided to take my ass to the airport where here was my big mistake, and here would be my piece of advice for anybody that might find themselves sleeping at the airport in the future. Wear nicer clothes than you're planning on wearing. Don't go completely comfortable. Because if you go completely comfortable, people are going to think you're a bum, that you're not supposed to be there. Like if I would wear like normal clothes, jeans and or khakis or whatever, and a shirt, button-up shirt, I would have been fine. Nobody's going to question me. Happens. I'm not joking. I got questioned a dozen times if I belong there. And every time, the damn security guard kept making me pull up my phone to show him where my ticket was. Ugh, I'm exhausted. And it was the Vegas airport. So, of course, there's lights on the whole time. Everybody's drunk that's there. They've got, they've got slot machines. Like, I'm trying to sleep, and it's literally ding, 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 ding. In the casino, I couldn't find just miserable. But it's good to be with you guys. Uh, let's go out to the phone lines. Josh is on Big at Night. What's up with you, Josh? How you doing, man? Hey, what's going on? Chilling, dude. Uh, what's up? Just to share a little bit. Like, I got a, I got a casino falling asleep story. <laughs> go um, for it. So the poker room is the sweetest place to fall asleep. Like they'll leave you alone, especially um, like if you got your headphones in and just like got your phone right there. But notoriously, like poker uh, garb is just wear like a hoodie. Yeah, the hoodie on the sunglasses. The Unabomber. Yeah, bam, go complete Unabomber. Phil Lock, and you're out. Yeah, for but sure. What, <laughs> what I wanted to talk to you about, man, is the scariest team in the AFC to me. If they get into the playoffs, is the Indianapolis Colts, and I'll tell you why. They have a running game. Their defense is pretty ridiculous. Their offensive line is pretty ridiculous. All you really have to um, think about really um, as a fault is Carson Wentz. But Carson hasn't really been playing that bad this year, to be honest. So what if I said I completely agree with you? Like I 1,000% agree with you, but you also 1,000% prove my point. The first thing you said is if they make the playoffs. So we're talking about teams that are great. We're talking about teams that are really good. We're talking about teams that are a threat. And now you and I, Josh, are talking about a team that right now, let me check it out, has a... 48% chance of making the postseason period. So, yeah, I agree with you. They're a threat. But last time I checked, to beat you in the playoffs, you have to make the playoffs. Are they even going to get there? Facts. Um, I think they went out in their division. Uh, I think they went out in the South. But um, it's just one of those teams. And, like, historically, I mean, the Colts in the playoffs versus the Chiefs. Yeah, no, I've seen plenty of those. Thank you, dog. I remember going out to – the first one that bit me in the ass was the Lynn Elliott game, which was the coldest game I've ever been to in my entire life. And my grandpa had season tickets. And I remember the deal was that we were like, we had like a family lottery. And I was so excited because I won it. And these are honestly like, once you've been in this business for a little while, I don't care who you are, you become a fair weather fan and you become the definition of a fair weather fan. Now, I'm not saying like you only like your team when things are good or something. I'm saying when the, when the actual weather, is crappy outside, you're not going. 
I've sat in too many leather seats behind glass and all this dope places. And I'm not trying to brag because, to be honest with you, I don't even like the press box. I'm a man of the people. I'd rather sit outside. But if it's going to be as cold as it was for that game, yeah, no. I'm good. But he's right. The Colts, that team feels like if they get in, they're a real threat. Because what do the Chiefs necessarily not do well? Well, one, beat the Colts in the playoffs. Two, at times, they have trouble against elite running backs. And three, their defense. It feels to me like if you said the rest of the way, one of these two things is going to end up statistically in the top five. There's five games left in the season, right? It's going to be the Chiefs offense or the Chiefs defense. I would still tell you it's the Chiefs offense. I would still tell you based on the sample size that I've seen that that Chiefs offense the rest of the way with their schedule. So they got Vegas at the crib coming up at noon on Sunday. Sunday night football against the Chargers. That's going to be a shootout like it was last time. Pittsburgh, Cincy, and Denver. I mean, if they, I wouldn't be surprised they average 35 the rest of the way. If the defense keeps average, giving up a touchdown and a half a game, they're getting back. They might end up the number one seed. Let's take a quick break and talk about the importance of the number one seed on the other side. Because as of today, which means nothing because the playoffs don't start today or tomorrow, it'd be the New England Patriots. Is that the team that we see as the biggest threat to the Chiefs? Let's keep talking red and gold on the other side right here. Nolan Brooks, sports machine, Sean Levine, in for Bank right here on 610 Sports Radio. This is Bank at Night on your home for Royals baseball and the official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Hello, how are you? What up? Sports Machine, Sean Levine, Nolan Brooks, taking you up until 9 o'clock in for Bink here on Bink at Night. Dial us up. Let's talk. 913-576-7610. I asked what y'all are doing. Some dude in the 816 says still working. Well, I'll try to keep you entertained the best I can until 9 o'clock, my brother. Um, Somebody said they're out there bowling. I'm being dead honest with what I'm about to tell you. I once saw bull, bull, bull. I promise on everything. Don't shake your head at me, Nolan. I'm being dead honest, dude. Because when it happened, somebody was like, look at that tall brother. That's crazy. And he was pretty good. And then I go, that's bull, bull. And again, my dad doesn't know anything about sports. He goes, I'm watching bull, bull, bull. I go, oh, my God. So, yeah. I, that's And I think that's the last time I went bowling. Yo, dead honest, man. We were in Olathe, like at the Olathe Lanes right there on, I think it's on Santa Fe or 135th for my people that are out south. 
I saw bull, bull, bull. And he picked up a spare. It was impressive. Let's get back into the Kansas City Chiefs. Let's look back out to the phone lines. Michael, you're on Bink at Night. What's up, man? What up, man? Michael, you got me? Michael, if, you, uh, if you're if you listening right now, feel free to call back and we can rejoin that conversation that you and I kind of just had. So we were talking about the standings and where the Chiefs could end up. In all likelihood, the Chiefs, well, at this point, it's almost a foregone conclusion. The Chiefs, If the Chiefs win this game, I think we can set all of the division talk aside. I will admit that it looked a little bit dicey there. Because the Broncos got off to a good start. The Raiders got off to a good start. The Chargers beat the Chiefs early. And the Chiefs got off to a bad start where it's only human nature to kind of question, is this team going to be able to win the division for, here, let's do this together. They won it last year, year before that, year before that, year before that, year before that. So if they do it again, it would be a half a dozen years in a row. At this point, if they can win this game, move on to 9-4. and four. I wouldn't be surprised if the Chargers lose another one. They fall a couple of games behind in the standings. But you'll basically bury the Raiders. The Broncos have essentially buried themselves. And then you can start to talk about the seeding, right? Then you can start to talk about the potential matchups and the buys and those type of things. Because even though I said 15 minutes ago that I don't think that there's any great team in the NFL, that I don't think that there's like a true roadblock. Look, if there's a roadblock, when you're driving, if you're driving down the street right now, okay? And it says, road closed ahead. And then you're a stubborn ass like me and you just keep going. But eventually there's one of those big orange and white things. You can't go past it unless you're the bus on speed. You can't drive past it. There's been giant roadblocks in front of the Chiefs before and they just couldn't get past it. These are like speed bumps. These are like those things that rich neighborhoods have. So people don't fly through them. Y'all know what I'm talking about. I don't know what they're called. Speed humps? <laughs> speed hump if you speed hump too much check out blue chew bluechew.com one more time it's bluechew.com if speed humping is a problem for you <laughs> but there's no there's nothing in the chief's way right now in the afc so here's how it would if, if the playoffs started tomorrow the patriots are nine and four they got the best record in the afc followed by tennessee because they have the tiebreaker against the chiefs they're eight and four Baltimore would be the three at eight and four. And then the Chiefs with an identical eight and four record. Here's the thing about eight and four records. While on paper, while on the computer screen, they all look exactly the same. You guys know what an eight and a four look like? They're all very different eight and fours. Like the Chiefs are as good as an eight and four as you can be. Because they were three and four. And then they were four and four, five and four, six and four, seven and four. Now they're eight and four, which means that they're red hot. And the other teams are going, uh oh, the Chiefs are finally hitting their stride. Then you have a team like the Titans that are eight and four, but everybody knows that without their best player, they're on a two game losing streak. Their point differential is only plus 14. They're kind of a fraud, a bit of a mirage of an eight and four. And then Baltimore don't even get me going with Baltimore. Sound like a, my angry aunt. She always used to sound. Don't even get me going on. Don't even get me going on Baltimore. I just don't see that team as a real threat to win the Super Bowl or even to get to the Super Bowl. Cause I don't think they're going to get the bye which means they're going to have to win three games to get to the Super Bowl. Does anybody trust Lamar Jackson, especially in road games against good teams, to do that once, let alone twice, let alone three times in a row? Especially if, you know, he'd have to come here again and play Patrick Mahomes. So my point is the Chiefs aren't great, but damn it, nobody else is even that good. 
Let's go out to CJ in Kansas City. What's up with you, CJ? How you doing, man? Hey, I'm doing well. Machine, man, just chilling, watching Christmas movies with the uh, bad kids. Oh. Only oh. got one kid, but it feels like 20 kids. What, what, are you, what are you watching? A little Elf, Home Alone, perhaps? What yeah, you, you know what? Uh, I've been mentioning out on Scrooge. The okay. old school. Yeah. Uh, the kids don't like it, but if you, uh, but they, they also like. Uh, there's a new movie called Eight Bit Christmas. Yeah. Uh, uh, I thought it was really good, but the kids don't like that either. Hold on, did you say Scrooge like with Bill Murray? What well, man, man, uh, yeah, in 80. Dog! I oh, saw yeah, that in yeah. the theaters with my dad. I kid you not. Like, that's the that's the one Christmas movie that I watch every single year. I brought it up on the radio before, CJ. Literally, nobody even knew what I was talking about. Are you kidding me? You're watching hey, man, That's a that classic. Is, that, that, is, that is a classic for sure. I have been talking about movie for years. I think I heard you say something about it some while ago. But, my mother's favorite movie back in the day was Scrooge, uh, uh, but uh, of course, you know the kids have. I haven't seen it in years, man. Uh, HBO Max just started playing it uh, recently. I was like in my subscription because uh, my little free deal was almost up. Well, there's like, some free advice for everybody out there. If, if you're planning on watching one of the old corny ass Christmas movies that you watch every single year, watch Scrooge. All right, it's not that watch scary. It at the end, it's sing along at the end, and uh, it's going to make your whole holidays. Isn't it though? Hey, speaking of, speaking of scary, CJ, who do you think's the scariest team besides the Chiefs? I assume you think it's the Chiefs, and then who in the AFC? Um. Okay. Uh. Well, I'm gonna go with our Super Bowl next week. Uh. The uh, Chargers in AFC. Besides the Belichick's, man. Uh. The overrated Chargers. The overrated Justin Herbert. You know, uh. Is going down and uh, and the little trap time that the NFL probably put together because they got that crystal ball, whatever they do to uh control time in in society. And uh, of course, they're always right. So. They had their Super Bowl this Thursday, right after this Molly Whopper going to do this weekend. So I don't know if we win this game or not this weekend, but next week we have a mini Super Bowl going down. And the, these uh, this overrated team that we're facing, uh, the Bolts, are going to, are actually to me, because if this overrated team, you know, uh, does something to show some flash or forbid they actually win, you know, uh, that could be a big smack in the face, but I'm, uh, I'm depending on us to uh, overcome that. I just that don't know. I, I, I just don't know, CJ, if I would quantify them as an overrated team as much as a, maybe this is saying the same thing, a little bit underachieving, but still incredibly scary. And the reason that I think the Chargers are scary is one, it feels like they finally found the coach that is not going to screw things up for them. Like, of any team in any sport, charging literally became a thing where you just figure out a way to lose football games. I guess lioning should be a thing also because the Detroit Lions, damn it, that team figures out a way to lose games also. But the Chargers, it feels like they got the coach figured out. As far as Justin Herbert goes, I mean, that dude's thrown for over 300 yards in five of his last six games. They got tons of talent on the offensive side, and they already beat the Chiefs. They're the one team, like he said. I mean, he's not wrong about what he said. He was long-winded. He had a lot to say. But he wasn't wrong when he said that in a couple of weeks. It kind of is the Chargers Super Bowl. Because if the Chargers can get the Chiefs, then all of a sudden, they'd be tied at the top of the standings, or close to it, because the Chiefs technically have, Chiefs are 8-4, and four, Chargers are 7-5. and five, So right now they're one game up in the standings. They would have beat them twice. If the Chargers beat the Chiefs in a couple of weeks, it is on like Donkey Kong pulling bong. Let's go back out to the phone lines. Jose in Overland Park. What's up with you, man? Hey, man, how you doing? Chilling, man. Like Corey Dillon on penicillin. How you doing? <laughs> good, good, man. Nice to hear you on the radio. Appreciate that, dog. Appreciate that. Hey, hey, bud, a couple, couple quick things. Yeah. Um, two, two things mainly. 
Number one, the one team I'm more worried about is the Patriots, just because, you know, Bill Belichick, basically. Yeah. You know, and, and, and they have a, you know, they have a better schedule than we do, whatever. But also, it's like their schedule's a little easier, and um, I don't know. I'm just worried about the Patriots. I'm all, that's probably one of those things about watching the Chiefs a little bit too long. No, it's okay, it's, it's also that they have the best record in the AFC and they have the best coach of all time. So to say you're worried about the Patriots, my friend Jose, is a very logical take. That, and then on top of that, you know, our schedule is a little harder than theirs ours. But uh, number two, and I won't take too much time with this, but sure. hey, man, which social media are you on more? Because, man, I've been missing you a while. Hey, I appreciate that, man. So. Anybody that knows me and is listening to me knows that the social media thing isn't, I'm not huge with it, which I probably should be, probably should have been, maybe would have helped me with everything. But now that I got this new show on the BetQL network and it's a national show, I'm trying to get all these people that may be like outside of our regular listening area that can hit me up and hear me and we can communicate a little bit. So if you're not following me right now, I appreciate you asking, Jose. Follow me right now on Twitter. It's at Sean Levine Casey. It's at S E A N. L-E-V-I-N-E-K-C, at Sean Levine KC, and we can go back and forth from there and have a little bit of fun, and I can, you know, tell you some of my other crazy stories about staying in airports throughout my lifetime. Speaking of those Patriots and that schedule that you were referring to, honestly, the Patriots schedule is not a cakewalk either. The Patriots the rest of the way, so they got to buy, and then after that, they've got at Indy. That is a difficult game, man. That's one of the most Besides going at Kansas City, at Indy is probably the toughest game in the AFC you can have on your schedule right now. And that's what New England has. Obviously, New England can't play themselves. And then they got Buffalo and then Jacksonville. They'll beat them. And then on the road at Miami. And Miami right now is one of the hottest teams in the NFL. So while the Patriots have ripped off one, two, three, four, five, six, seven wins in a row, I think there's a pretty good chance that by the end of this thing, we could be talking Chiefs one, Patriots two. I Indy three, and then whoever comes out of that other division, I just don't believe in Baltimore. Nine one three five seven six seven six ten. We got Brandon. I got to take a quick break, which means I got a couple of lines free. Nine one three five seven six seven six ten. We'll talk to you on the other side. It's Bink at night on the Sports Machine right here on six ten Sports Radio. Friday night in Kansas City. I'm the sports machine, Sean Levine. I got Nolan Brooks across the glass and you until 9 o'clock right here on 610 Sports Radio and 610sports.com. So I was saying the Chiefs can finally beat you in a lot of different ways. If you look at the beginning of the year, they kind of had to score a lot of points to beat you, right? Like if they didn't score at least 30 against Philly, they were losing that game. If they didn't score at least 30 against Cleveland, they were losing that game. It was going to take 40 to beat Buffalo. Like the defense was um, uh, terrible, is what they were. That's the word I choose to use. They were atrocious. And then all of a sudden, you look up. I would make a huge deal out of it if they just showed incremental improvement, but they went from, you could argue, the worst to the best. Over the first month of football, the, the numbers told us they were one of the five worst defenses. And over the last month and a half, they're one of the best, where they gave up nine and nine and 14 and seven and 17 during this current five-game losing streak. But the offense, well, hasn't been great. You guys concerned about it, or do you think at some point they're bound to come around like I do? Let's go back out to the phone lines. Let's go out to Independence. Brandon, 
You're on Bink at night. What's up, Brandon? Hey, what's up, Sports Machine? What's up, man? What's up? I, I appreciate you taking my call. Yeah, dude. Uh, hey, buddy. Uh, I know this might sound like a, I don't know, maybe a rhetor- rhetorical question. I'm sure you've been asked numerous times. I just wanted to pick your brain, and maybe you can give me your two cents sure. on uh, on 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 Josh Gordon. Like, like, <laughs> I mean, he's he's not he's not injured. Uh, uh, he, how come, how come, how come we don't use him? I mean, what's, is he in the doghouse or like, what's, what's, what's going on? So I don't have any, I don't have any sort of inside information, right? I don't, right, right. I, I, I don't know anything that you don't know, but here's what I would think. Okay. I, I mean, would, break I, it down. I, I would think that it's probably, a, and thanks so much for the phone call and the kind words. I appreciate you listening. And I certainly appreciate you calling in nine one three five seven six seven six ten leaves a line free. I think the situation with Josh Gordon is, and I don't want to be too harsh on a guy that's ran into a lot of stuff that either he's caused or life has caused or circumstances have caused, blame it on him, blame it, whatever. I mean, he's definitely had a very harsh run over the last handful of years. I think the problem is we think of Josh Gordon as the Josh Gordon back in, pull it up for me, Nolan, see if you can find out what it is that year that he, I think he led the NFL in receiving yards. Josh Gordon, let's see, leads NFL. I'll type it in. I'll throw you a bone here. Let's see. This was in, so he had 87 receptions and 1,600 yards, and that was back in 2000. When was that? That was It was six years ago, seven seasons ago. I mean, come on. I think that's the problem with Josh Gordon is that kind of like with Sammy Watkins, sometimes you, you, you see a guy or you hear a guy's name, and then you forget that this guy really isn't that productive, that this guy really hasn't done anything on a football field in a very long time. Now, to be fair, and I think what he was getting at is he's done nothing. I mean, he's been, it was like bottom line news. The Chiefs get Josh Gordon. Some people went, oh, my God, now they add another weapon. How's anybody going to stop them? They're the fastest team ever. I just think that at this point, the Chiefs offense is, for whatever reason, not clicking on all cylinders and not maybe spreading the ball around the same way that they have the last couple of years. Because if you think about it, when Patrick Mahomes became the starting quarterback for this team, right? So he's been on the team for five years, starting quarterback. Now this is year four. So we've gotten a little bit of a sample size at the very beginning of his career. A lot of people, including myself thought that he might be the odd man out, that he might be the one who needed to catch up. They had a good offensive line. They had a good running game. They had one of the best offensive-minded head coaches in Andy Reid that they've ever had. They had Travis Kelsey who was on his way to becoming one of the best tight ends ever. Tyreek Hill. There was a lot of stuff that was already in place. And it felt like Patrick Mahomes was so far ahead of the game that our expectations maybe got a little bit ahead of us also. Because that's the only thing that I can think of right now is that we need to back off our expectations that maybe every single year Patrick Mahomes is not going to be this guy who throws for 50 touchdowns and 5,000 yards and win MVP trophies because if we want to talk about Mahomes and we want to be real about him, his numbers are way, way, way down. I mean, if I would have told you that there was a game where Patrick Mahomes only threw for 184 yards, I don't need to tell you much else. You'd say, oh, the Chiefs probably lost that game. And then I fill in the details and said, no, actually, that was against Denver last week, and they won the game 22-9. to It wasn't even that close. What if I told you that 
a few weeks ago against a backup quarterback against the Packers, Patrick Mahomes is only going to throw for 166 yards. You'd say, oh, man, I don't care if it's Jordan Love or Davis Love the third or Buddy Love at quarterback for the Green Bay Packers. They're going to beat him if Mahomes only throws for a buck 66. No, they won that game. I mean, Patrick Mahomes only thrown for 300 yards one time in the last month and a half. But again, like I was saying at the beginning of the show, in a weird way, I know this is twisted. I know this is sick. I know you're going to think I'm drunk getting early Friday night fun in, but I'm not. That's a good thing. Because the sample size is big enough for Patrick Mahomes, and the offensive line is good enough, and Travis Kelsey's still Trav, and Tyree Kill's still Reek. I know there's some of you guys that got a kick out of when I had the, had the conversation with Patrick Mahomes, and I was like, does Reek know? <laughs> But I think that it's one of those things where with Patrick Mahomes, and this kind of brings us back around to Josh Gordon and the entire offense, they're going to come out of their shell, right? We're going to see this Chiefs team at some point. They got Vegas, they got the Chargers, they got Pittsburgh, they got Cincy, they got Denver. They're going to score 40 in three of those games, right? They're going to put up a 40 spot like they did against Vegas last time, right? I'm on an island here, 913-576-7610. If I ask you right now, we can have this conversation. Are you more confident in the Chiefs offense or the Chiefs defense? Is somebody really going to call in and tell me the answer is the Chiefs defense? Are y'all really going to text that in? We can do that. It's Friday. We can have a little bit of fun. 913-576-7610. Does anybody really think that the best part about the Kansas City Chiefs is the defense? And I'm talking about going forward, right? That's what life's all about. It's not about what you've done. It's about what you're about to do. Do you guys really think that this Chiefs defense is for real? With a real Slim Shady, please stand up. Because at the beginning of the year, this is the same defense with the same dudes and the same schemes that were giving up 30 on the reg. And now all of a sudden, they're giving up nine spots on the reg. The last two weeks, they've given up nine to Denver. And nine to Dallas. And a week before that, they gave up seven to Green Bay. Again, I wouldn't make a huge deal out of it if the defense just got better because they had to get better. There's only one place to go but up. But they went from being, statistically, the third worst defense in the NFL for the first month and a half to the second best defense in the NFL over the last month and a half. What the hell happened? As I hit puberty live on 610 Sports Radio. What the hell happened? We'll talk about it on the other side. Oh, by the way. I know the Chiefs are playing the Raiders, and they just got done playing the Broncos. Coming up next, it's the Chargers. Go, Chargers, go. Do the Chiefs have a rival? Who do you guys think is the Chiefs' rival? If I stop you on the street and I'm like, yo, what's up? So who's the Chiefs' biggest rival? What's your answer? What do you tell me? Do you still tell me it's the Raiders? No way, right? Let's have that conversation coming up next. One hour in the book. Two more coming up. No one in the sports machine right here on 610 Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 